Serious, teachers who have taught future murderers and major criminals, what were they like when they were under your tutelage? One of my former students murdered two people, apparently on a drug deal gone wrong. He is now serving life in prison. I had him in first grade, sweet kid, highly intelligent. Seriously, he was reading on a third grade level, despite the fact that he came in late every day, not just 10 or 15 minutes late, usually he would come in around 10 o'clock. Dad was not in the picture, in prison for gang activity, and mom was unconcerned about his education. I tried everything I could to impress on her just how intelligent her son was and how he had a very bright future but that he needed to be in school. She honestly didn't seem to care. He later dropped out when he was in high school, joined a gang, and things snowballed. Such a goddamned waste. Way late to the party but I'll give this a go. I taught at a secure facility somewhere in England for around 3 weeks as temporary stopper until I could find the right candidate so not strictly went on to commit a crime more of had committed a crime but still needed education. We had one boy who was on trial for arson, nothing intentional. He flicked a cigarette butt and it set fire to his neighbor's car. He'd apparently had a few minor run-ins with the local police once or twice already so he was pretty much a goner in terms of getting arrested for it. The worst of the four students under our care, though, was a kid who had snapped. He came home one night, when he was supposed to be staying at a friend's, to find his stepdad on top of his kid sister. Didn't warn the guy what was about to happen, just went to the garage, grabbed a hammer and went to town on him. He called the police himself. Never denied what he'd done but wasn't proud of it, in his own words, it just needed doing. That stayed with me, he wasn't even with us because the prosecution were pushing for his incarceration, they just wanted to see how badly he'd snapped and if he was a danger to himself others. So, yeah, not really in the same vein as a lot of these stories but that's my contribution. From the way you describe it, it does sound like it needed doing. I've taught 4 students who have been involved with murders. 3 killed one guy together and the 4th shot a person at a hotel party and killed them. I worked at an alternative school so they had behavioral issues. Only one of them struggled academically. They were all class clowns. The one thing that sticks out is that all of them struggled to fit in. They felt like they had something to prove. The 3 kids came in the day after they committed the murder. You could tell something was off. They left early and later we heard what happened. The whole situation is still really clear in my mind. Fricked up stuff. Hearing all these things about alternative schools is really interesting to me. Alternative school here is for gifted kids, not troubled ones. When I was a student teacher I taught the younger of the Boston Bomber brothers. To be honest I barely remember him. When the news broke I had to go back and check old spreadsheets in my laptop to make sure it was actually him. He was only a freshman at the time. I would say he was a little quiet but nothing out of the ordinary. Probably too late, but here it goes. I teach at a community college where we have a program that allows high school students to take college level courses. One semester, I had a group of promising high schoolers in a 3D modeling class, and one student blew me away right from the start. Less than a week in, he had made this model of Claptrap from the Borderlands game series that was so detailed and perfect that it looked like it was ripped right from the game's assets, though it wasn't. I checked. I could tell right away that this kid was going places. Well, the next week he wasn't in class. After missing a certain number of days, I'm obligated to call his school to let him know he's at risk of being dropped. Well, 
it turns out he was in jail. This student was apparently running a Twitter account where he publicly solicited and bribed people for child pornography, with some of the kids being as young as one year old. I wished I had saved that model of claptrap, but it was purged with his account. It would have made a great example for future students. They didn't have to know it came from a monster. Comma with some of the kids being as young as one year old. What the frick? So, I've taught a couple attempted murderers and quite a few major drug dealers, as well as students that would become accessories to murder. Stuff like selling the eventual murderer a stolen firearm. So this isn't going to be super specific to one kid, but here goes. The ones that truly gangbang hard tend to be the sweetest ones. They'll come up to me and ask how my spring break was, and answer questions in class, and defend me if students give me a hard time. Those ones are usually in too deep because the older heads tell them not to frick around at school and get as many positive character witnesses as possible when they end up getting caught up. The ones that just joined a gang of their friends and go around selling a little bit of weed act a fool in class. Because there's no authority structure telling them the gang doesn't need that kind of negative attention. I've had H dealers in class, and the 3 or 4 of them were so kind. But trying to find the human inside them is so hard because of the drug abuse. It's like that episode of Black Mirror with the tiny person living inside their head. You want nothing more than to see them snap out of it, and sometimes they do. We had one of our most serious junkies graduate in December. The ones who get to me the most are the ones that identify with me and then go out and do horrible things. I'm a younger dude that worked in the music industry so I have a lot of kids that just inherently think I'm cool despite tons of evidence to the contrary. So I'll know a kid for 3 years and love them to pieces and then see them in the paper for aggravated sexual assault. Those ones sting the most. You want nothing more than to see them snap out of it, and sometimes they do. We had one of our most serious junkies graduate in December. Respect. Taught a boy who was involved in a gang murder. Wasn't the one who did the actual murdering, but was part of the plan and found guilty under group enterprise. He was a strange, strange boy, highly disruptive throughout school, very weak academically, and one who always gravitated towards trouble. Had an 8th grader who was a jerk, wouldn't listen, constantly disrupted the class, and put in little to no effort, was a bully to the other students. Unfortunately, our admin at the time was a pushover so nothing ever happened when we would refer him or anyone else. One day he came back from the office and I overheard him telling a classmate when asked what happened that the principal gave him some candy and sent him back to class. Cut to 6 years later, see his face on the news being arrested for a gang murder. Not the least bit surprised. The principal probably didn't want to end up in the headlines either. I taught at an alternative school for a year. I have several students who later ended up in jail for everything from robbery to murder. Most of them weren't surprising. These were kids who clearly had no family structure or discipline at home. And almost all of them were affiliated with gangs somehow. We even had middle school kids jumped into gangs at the school. But alternative schools get almost no support from anyone but the police. It's basically a step away from jail. The one who committed murder killed a pizza delivery driver over a drug deal. He was actually somewhat surprising because he was far from the worst kid I dealt with. He was a skinny, nerdy looking kid with braces. But he was hanging out with all the hard gang members too. I dunno. Maybe he felt like he had to prove himself. While I was a student teacher, 
I taught a young man who planned a school shooting for the night of his prom. He had weapons and apparently fully intended to harm his classmates, but was arrested after he made some alarming comments. He seemed like a nice kid, but very strange and withdrawn. He used to try to make jokes and witty comments, but was just awkward and got shut down a lot. Honestly, he was exactly what you imagine a kid who has been bullied but still tries to make friends would be like. I suspect he was on the spectrum as well, but never diagnosed. I feel bad for him despite the terrible things he planned to do. His classmates ended up raising a sizable amount of money and donating it to mental health charities, and they did eventually have their prom just before the end of the school year. The student served about 6 months in prison jail and was given a few years of probation. His classmates ended up raising a sizable amount of money and donating it to mental health charities. Fair play. Good to see that something positive came out of the situation. Oh, the last one from this one school site. I worked there for 8 years and really loved it. It shaped me as a teacher and I got to work with thousands of amazing kids. This one kid's dad was in a bike gang. I worked with him for a year as a sophomore. He hated school. The system didn't work for him and even though he acted out a lot and spent a lot of time suspended and expelled for smoking, drugs and kicking off, we maintained a respectful relationship. He barely completed any work the year, but I was just glad he came to classes. I didn't teach him again, but he always stopped for a chat and a bit of banter. He was adamant he didn't want to follow in his dad's footsteps and started a construction course where he really excelled. He had found something he was naturally talented at. A few years after he had left school he ended up working for his dad. Both the actual business front and the drugs, weapons and rivalry part. He was stabbed to death in a drug deal gone bad. I didn't go to his funeral as I hadn't seen him for a few years, but I expressed my condolences to his his family and friends. He was 19. We had discussed the fact that he may end up in jail if he went into the family business. I never thought he wouldn't make it to his 20th birthday. 19. Frick man. Makes me wish I could punch his dad's teeth out. Though he might be dead by now. Bloody fool. I am a teacher now. However I wasn't a teacher when this happened. I was working at a juvenile detention center, which they were saying was a treatment center. We were not a facility that held major offenders. One kid was in there for getting caught with some marijuana. He was in for like 3-6 months, which was harsh for a first time offender. But the judge was notorious for this kind of thing. We had kids from that area who were sent to us after skipping school a few times. He was really mellow, liked to play card games and was very mature. When the younger kids would be starting fights or bickering, he would always distance himself and just sort of remove himself from everything. A year after he left us, he was caught trafficking serious amounts of narcotics. He was sentenced to something like 20 years for that and the various offenses which led up to him getting caught. One kid was in there for getting caught with some marijuana. He was in for like 3-6 months. What the actual freak? Grade 6. A small boy who talked tough and ran a mini gang of bigger boys. Poor student. The only thing he did well was athletics. Amazing runner. But wasn't allowed on the teams because his marks were so bad. His mother looked about my age and I was an undergraduate student teacher. I got that through word of mouth. I never met her because she'd cancel at the last minute any parent teacher meetings. There were a lot of requests for these meetings. No father figure in his life. Free range kid in the worst sense. 
couldn't respect anyone more than two years older than him unless they were black or willing to throw down with him right there. He knew how to manipulate people. He definitely manipulated me. About 10 years later I found out in the news he dropped out of high school to do gang things, and was part of an interview study on rehabilitating kids like him. I don't buy any of it because it's the same stuff he told me. Also in the news article was that he shot some people in a condo and was later killed in a police shootout. Comma also in the news article was that he shot some people in a condo and was later killed in a police shootout. That was not the way I expected this to end. I taught a student 6 years ago who recently committed a heinous double murder with two accomplices. Home invasion. Tortured the middle aged married couple. And came back all weekend undiscovered to loot their home. With the bodies in the house. Police have clear surveillance video. He had apparently just been released from jail too. He was very sheepish about his poor grades and not smart at all. I would go as far to say one of the most illiterate kids I encountered. But he was always polite and respectful. Not a troublemaker. He played on the basketball team. Pretty clearly had no support from home. When I saw his mugshot on TV. I screamed. Surprising but also not I suppose. One of my former students apparently was involved with selling the drugs that caused an overdose to a musician on a tour stop. Musician died. I found out by seeing the scene shots of her admission posted in a large social media group I didn't know we were both part of. The internet age. Right? She was a typical kid with an emo streak. It broke my heart to see this go down because she scrubbed all traces of herself from the internet. Haven't been able to reach out to her since. As a substitute teacher I subbed several classes with a student who would later be responsible for murder. He was certainly an obnoxious character. Loud and disruptive. I remember subbing him in PE. He was being overtly aggressive in a game of indoor soccer and other students seemed to avoid him. I'm guilty of being slightly happy when he fell and injured his knee. Later I asked him how his knee was and he seemed caught off guard that I even remembered. I subbed the kid he murdered too. He was also a disruptive kid. I actually remember making him sit in the hall because he couldn't stop talking during a test but other than that he seemed like a nice kid. I even spent some time talking to him. I guess there was some kind of dispute over drugs. The guy beat the other kid to death. I'm not even sure he meant to murder him. He ended up burying him out in the desert and his body was quickly discovered in a shallow grave. Now he's got a life term. From high school to prison. He told me, in 7th grade, that he'd end up in prison because all the males in his family were in prison. Two years later, he stabbed his best friend to death over something stupid. So sad that he was made to think he'd never be anything because of his family. I think about him often. Out of all the posts in this sub, this one made me the saddest. I'm not excusing what he did, but it's just sad to think that somewhere in his mind, he felt he had no other options in life. I taught a student who turned out to be a pedophile. I met him at the age of 16 and we had watched his mum die of cancer. It happened at the start of the school year and it struck me as strange that he didn't take any time off to grieve with his family. We had one clash of wills when I took the class outside to compose poetry. He refused and started walking around smacking stuff with a large stick. He refused to go to the focus room and was collected by exec staff. I didn't teach him after that semester and was grateful. He was so clever, but difficult to engage. He had that dead eye stare that I associate with kids with diagnosed depression, eating disorders or burgeoning personality disorders. It takes one to know one. I was an ill young lady in my late teens. 
The trouble started after he finished school. He didn't complete matriculation but was heavily involved in sports and coaching. And that is when and where he started grooming younger boys online. Much younger boys. Pre-teens. He was arrested when he was in his early 20s and put on good behavior. He violated his terms of bail in under 6 months and is now in jail. The thing is that I also taught his sister and although subject to the same significant trauma she handled it very differently. She is immensely successful and has excelled. I really feel for their dad who lost his partner and his son in such a short time frame. One of our students just got arrested for murder. The murder happened in the evening after school one day. He came back to school the next day like nothing happened. The arrest happened a few weeks later. Honestly, most of the time they are sweet and studious in school. Many of our kids just have hard lives where getting into drugs and gang crap isn't really an option. They keep a very stark separation between their school life with us and their at home survival mode life. Probably buried but I used to run an after school program at an at risk junior high school. I had a student who was a typical middle school dude loud, rambunctious but very coachable. He was very aware of how his actions affected others and generally was respectful. The only thing that I saw as an issue was his temper. Cross him once. He probably didn't speak to you for days. We butted heads often but he came back for all 3 years he was in that junior high. I was very upset when he left. We always had a saying when we left school for the day go home. Eat dinner. Sleep well and don't do dumb things. 2 years later. 2016. I get an email from his mom that says you're probably going to be hearing about, student, in the news tonight, but I wanted you to know that, student, is really sorry and said he didn't listen to your advice and did something dumb, the student killed another student in a local park, pretty brutally, beat him to death and stabbed him as well, all over a designer belt, he's in prison now, I received an email the day before he was sentenced that said I'm sorry, code danger, thanks for everything. But don't do dumb things like I did, it'll stick with me forever, you really never know. I've since moved on to my third district now that I teach in and there are so many different students that it is impossible to really see indicators of these kinds of things. All of them are as shocking as the last. Dang, that's actually rather sad. Most students who turn out to be crappy adults were crappy kids. I had a student that was a major bully. Total butthole. He's in jail for beating his GF to a pulp. Am I surprised? Unfortunately, no. With crappy parents too. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. for now.